All right, welcome to the On My Way podcast. I'm your main man, The Big Easy. All right, on today's interview, we have Demetrius Artist of Champions Lab Training. How you doing, Meet? I'm good, bro. How you doing? I'm good, man. Doing well, doing well. Man, uh, how, how everything going through all this uh, COVID stuff, man, with, with yourself, with your, with your business? You say that one more time? I say, how's everything going, uh, both personally and you know, business wise, with with uh, COVID and everything going on? Uh, things are going actually pretty good. Uh, I think people have to realize that, um, by no means is the virus, you know, something that you should look down on or, or downplay. I'm not saying that, but at the same time, you have to play it smart. Staying in the house, reaching in your immune system. You know, you got to get out and exercise. You got to do something to stay active, right? And also, we have to prepare for life after this virus. We can't live in the moment. So, um, you know, keeping that mindset uh, and uh, sharing that mindset, I feel like has helped me through, you know, this pandemic. Definitely. We definitely feel that. Man, so tell the people a little more about yourself. I'm from Stanford. <laughs> I'll start off with that. Definitely, man. Um, For a seven day. Yes, sir. But uh, I'm from Stanford. Um, I went to school to FAMU. Got my AA from FAMU. Transferred, played for FAMU, played for FSU. Graduated from FSU. Uh, now I'm at, uh, UCF in grad school, uh, playing my last year of college football. Um, so the reason why I started this business was in efforts to actually pursue my, my dream of playing football. Um, my philosophy was, okay, I need something that's going to help me put food on the table, right? At the same time, I don't have to. I'll be able to still work hard at my craft and, and, and be, you know, in tip-top shape with what I want to do. So, so a light bulb spark, and I was like, I was like, hey, you know, I might as well start training. Started training. I've been in the program for, uh, I've been in the football program for four years, so it's like, you know, I, I, I never really stopped working out. Um, and everything went up from there. Uh, yeah, so we're just looking at, I'm just looking to expand, expand the business, get a team, and, uh, you know, it's up from there. I definitely understand that, man. So, uh, you know, for those who don't know, uh, you know, Sanford, Florida, you know, that's where I'm from as well. Uh, you know, this is more than just an interview, man. This, this, a, this is a long-time friend of mine. Also, my frat brother, Root to the Bros, you know. Um... <laughs> So, you know, you, you spoke a little bit, you know, about playing, you know, Division One ball at both the FCS as well as the FBS level, um, with two of those facilities being some of the top in the nation at FSU as well as UCF. UCF having a, a you know, pretty successful program over the last three seasons. Um, what exposures and experiences did you have through those three institutions that kind of built your interest in the field of – like, you know, fitness, uh, exercise science? 
Well, you know this. I was always a workaholic, bro. Um, I'm a workaholic. I I, I got I did up to sport this morning. You know, prime example. I'm workaholic. I, I just finished working out. I'm going to uh, network and find some more leads and people that want to train. I'm doing that. I'm I'm getting ready to go and do that right now. I'm in an interview with you right now. You know, working on marketing. Like I'm I'm a workaholic, bro. So, um, my thing was. You know, your work ethic is everything. Uh, you control your destiny and decide how far you can go with anything and everything in life. Uh, yeah, there might be bumps in the road, but again, it's up to you with how you respond to certain things. Everybody has, you know, adversity. But, you know, a lot of men once said, you know, adversity is simple. Some men break, some men break, break records. Definitely, definitely correct about that, man. Like, you know, we, we, we believe firmly at On My Way, you know, that in, anything in life is uh, possible. You can achieve with enough belief in yourself followed by, you know, enough hard work and determination, you know. And like I say, personally, just knowing you for what are going on about 10 years now, probably, I know that that's always been your mindset. That's always been, you know, uh, like your, your motive to work hard and work harder than anybody else. So uh, you spoke about, you know, you're about to go find leads. How do you go uh, about finding your clients? How do I go about finding clients? Yeah. Tell them different ways. Um, getting into the sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. Uh, <laughs> um, really, bro, just, it's, it's all ingenuity. Um, you go where people you think might want to work out would be. So, a vegan store. Hey, how y'all doing? Hey, this is Demetrius uh, with Champions Lab. Uh, Champions Lab trainer. I want to know if anybody here would be interested in working out or had a friend, family, or co-worker that might be interested in working out. And you know what? On top of that, if you want to work out some corporate sponsorships, we could do that too. So, you know, like just little things like that, having having your own little ingenuity, uh, some type of, you know, entrepreneurship. Uh, you know, it goes from there. Okay. So tell us more about Champions Lab. Like, um, you know, where the business started, when it started, uh, you know, the, the main focus for the business, where you plan to take it. Well, so again, it started in in uh, repercussions of my situation, actually. I found a problem, and uh, I wanted to make a solution with it. My problem was that um, I'm currently a, a grad student at UCF. Not on scholarship. Um, you know, I had to pay rent, put food on the table, and also I have high aspirations to play, you know, ball at the professional level. So with that comes, again, that work ethic again, you have to be able to, you have to work harder than the next man. You have to, uh, I play linebacker, so you have to be able to drop curl to flash. You're going to have to be able to fill that hole. You're going to have to be able to make that tackle. So, and you're going to have to be able to do it at a higher level than the next man if you want to go anywhere with it. So with that being said, um, I needed something that, 
will grant me the time um, to be able to still train enough to where I can keep my my capabilities, athletic capabilities at a higher level, and then also something that will put food on the table for me and uh, a roof over my head. So uh, with that being said, that's how you know, Champions Out of Training was formed. Uh, and I, I'm very big on giving back. I got a scholarship I give back in my pop's name, uh, a memorial scholarship I give back my pop, in my pop's name to uh, a kid in, at Seminole High School every year. Um, so I'm very big with giving back. That's a, that's another thing that uh company was big on. Uh, I want to be able to give, you know, those, those resources to kids in Sanford, uh, mostly, uh, kids really anywhere, but specifically kids in Sanford, uh, those resources that come up. And if you do want to train, if you do want to take this, you know, any athlete, if you do want to take it to the next level, now you have the resources to do so. Now you have somebody here that's willing to help you. Um, and then on top of that, anybody that's looking for personal training, now you have the resources here to help you. You're right. You know, and I know personally, firsthand, you know, we got plenty of talent in Sanford, you know, and I think that what you're doing is, you know, really helping to mold, you know, those next generation of college athletes, you know, getting them more prepared than what we could and what we had ourselves, you know, coming out of high school, uh, you know, coming out of Seminole 2015. You know, we had some, you know, pretty good coaching, uh, some even at the, you know, NFL level that, you know, they played themselves. But, you know, having that Division One experience your whole college career, you definitely bring in a different edge to the athletes specifically that you train. Uh, so what were the difficulties uh, starting up Champions Lab? Um, the to be real, I can honestly say I don't look at it, and I don't mean to be Gandhi or anything like that, but I don't look at it like difficulties. Uh, to me, it's more so, okay, that's something I need to improve with. That's something I, I probably can educate myself with. That's, it, it, okay, here's a spot I could probably get better in. You know, I, I don't – and that's just regularly me. I don't really look at it as a difficulty. But to answer the question, um, if I had to choose some sort of type of difficulty – uh, I'll say the paperwork, making sure you're very tedious with the paperwork and keeping everything professional, one, um, without, you know, having the funds to actually pay somebody for it uh, as of now. And then, two, I would say getting clients to come back during the virus. So I started in February, actually, and uh, getting clients to come back during the virus, you know, the virus kind of blew up during March. Uh, so from all my new clients from February, uh, I think that's the toughest thing I had to go through so far is getting those clients to renew that membership through uh, through March. You know, of course, with the situation with, oh, I don't have a job or I have to stay at home with my son now or, you know, tons different situations, different folks, different strokes, but, uh, you know, everybody had their own little situation, so just getting through that was definitely the hardest thing. No, I definitely, you know, uh, understand that, and, you know, I feel like, uh, you know, we, we, we feel that COVID has been an 
aid to the people that take advantage of it, you know. But I feel that in your industry, it has to have an, a huge effect, like you said, because people are afraid. You know, all they're seeing are numbers of infected, numbers of deaths, and it's, it's making them afraid to even step outside. So, I mean, like, do, do you do anything and have any services to, like, cater to the people at home that still want to get their fitness in? Man, 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 man. You just hit a, uh, you hit a nerve. Um, so it's coming soon. Put it, put it in a nutshell. It's coming very soon. Um, we're working on, you know, getting together some online packages. Um, that's actually, I didn't think about that. That's definitely one of the most difficult things I've been dealing with too. Uh, I've actually hired, I want to say, six cameramen so far. So go ahead and come in my house and record my video professionally. Um, and every last one of those cameramen have counseled on me. Um, I ran the situation by a couple of friends to see, you know, maybe I handled the situation wrong or unprofessional. Nobody can really find anything that I've done wrong. So I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm working on that. But it's, one way or another... It's gonna get up, and when it gets up, it's gonna look professional, and uh, uh, it, it's it's gonna do good. But I'm just working on getting it recorded now. But that's that's definitely coming. That's coming in the near future. Yeah, I mean, with any business venture, you know, you're gonna have the people to, you know, that's kind of afraid, especially a new business. You know, like people are always gonna be hesitant, whether it be on the helping aspect. Like during this pandemic, people are gonna be afraid of being in somebody's house. You know, but we always got to find a way to, you know, persevere, push through that and and really, you know, keep us going. We got to find another way to make uh, ends meet on that. So, like, and I understand, you know, I definitely have to say that networking has become even more essential to your business, not even just for your clients, but for all the other things that you need, you know, done to expand and to grow. Say it one more time, you're breaking up. You said all the other things that what? Uh, like you know, not just you know, networking has be has to be essential to Champions Lab. Not just you know for gaining more clients, but also uh, in the matter of expanding your business and growing your business. You know, because you know there's a lot more to it than just the actual training part of it. Oh, definitely. Um, <laughs> definitely. Um, you know me, so you know, like I'm a people person. Uh, I'm not scared to talk to you. You can't be scared to talk to anybody when you uh run into business. Uh that's that's definitely number one. Um I'm not I'm not scared to talk to you. Uh that's actually how I got my first client, just talking, to, Oh yeah, I'm a trainer. I wasn't training anybody yet. I just told him I was a trainer, tried it out and it went from there. Um, I am a trainer now, but I'm a lot more more than a trainer. Um and Again, it got there from just talking to people. Uh, that that carries you a long, 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 long way. Uh, I've met so many different people, uh, public people that was the bros from just talking, just speaking up. Uh, I just, I just actually, this is you literally the first one I'm telling this, but I just actually, um, I've been looking at getting a truck because I feel like it would be a lot more uh, beneficial for what I'm doing. And um, I made 
the the truck was listed for eighty one, and I made an offer for fifty nine or six six thousand. I think it was. Yeah, I think it was six thousand. And uh, he said he'd give it to me for six thousand. That's just the power of of speaking up. If I didn't say anything, I would have had to buy that truck for eighty one. So yeah, talking is big, man. Talking is huge. That's great. You know, having that is a strong asset in building any industry, any business, because like you said, you have to know when to speak up, what to say, and you can't be afraid to do it because you never know how that can help you grow, um, not just professionally, but even personally as well. You know, you're taking that right. that networking step to build into yourself, to build into uh, your business. Um, you know, jumping back a little bit into your clients, you know, do you feel that there is a, a, a aspect of your your job as a personal trainer that's outside of just, you know, physical, especially during this time? You know, um, I, I feel like, you know, the biggest group of people that, you know, join the fitness industry as clients are people who might not, uh, you know, be happy with the way that they're, they look, you know, and the results aren't immediate, but... I feel like there has to be more of like a, a mentoring aspect to it, you know? Um, yes, it, it, if you let it, it could almost turn to life coaching to answer your question. Yes. But, um, I disagree with one of, uh, your, uh, statements saying that you feel like people that are out of shape or, um, you know, don't like how they look are more interested in fitness. Um, from my experience, it's usually the people that are in shape. You know, um, the people that want to maintain or progress or it's, it's really the people that are in shape. Uh, think about it. I train athletes. They're in shape. They're out there running around, doing this and that and the third. They're in shape. Yeah, they might need to lose a couple pounds, gain a couple pounds, get a little faster. Uh, jump a little higher, but at the end of the day, you know, they're in pretty good shape. Um, with anything else, uh, usually it's the people that, usually it's the people that are mad or fell off a little bit and they want somebody to, they want somebody to be there with them, somebody to hold them accountable. That's another thing, like, I'm even uh, implementing into the online package. Uh, if, if you were to purchase the package, you would be part. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think I think that's an extra step. It's kind of like having a trainer. That's, that's kind of what you're missing with being online instead of being in person. But to answer the question, uh, yeah, I, I definitely think it's more, more people that are already into fitness or already fit in a sense of some kind uh, that you get more business with. Hence the vegan store. Definitely. Not the candy shop. Right. You know, um, and, and we, you know, we do, we definitely understand that. Sorry. We had a little breakup on our end. Um, so, do you feel like there's any competition when it comes to, you know, your business? Like, there's, you know, we look around on Instagram, on social media in general, and we see that there's a lot of, you know, P 
people doing, you know, essentially the same thing. But do you feel like that you specifically have any competition? <laughs> I feel like this one sounds so cocky, man. I'm real confident. Um, and I'm confident because I'm, I know I've been putting in the work. Um, not every trainer is willing to get up 4 o'clock in the morning to train. Not every trainer is willing to get up 3 o'clock in the morning to train with a session starting at 4. Um, the little things. So, like, it's a little, for me, it's a little things like that. Um, to answer your question, I don't think because of those things or because of my – I'm just a workaholic again, so, like, just because of my mindset – um, I think it's more so I'm their competition. <laughs> that sounds so cocky, but it sounds it, it 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 is what it is. That's how I think about it. I'm I'm your competition. You're not my competition. You know, I'm the catch. Yeah, I might I might have been just starting out, but you know, you know, I'm way past where you were. You know what? Three four months in. You know, so it's it's just a different ball game when you're actually. Well, I'm I'm doing all type of stuff, reading books, uh, again talking to people, networking. Um, and you have to understand. A lot of people don't understand that you're not a. When you want this, something like this to grow, you're not a trainer. Um. In my mind, I'm really a a, a real estate agent, but. You're not a trainer. You're a. Uh, it, it's it's a lot bigger than a trainer. I'm looking for the word, for lack of better words. You're not a trainer. You're a business owner. Okay, and there's a lot more that comes into a training business than just training. You have to be able to sell. You have to be able to to account for the money that is coming in and going out. You have to be able to to handle uh, lawsuits. Maybe you have something that got hurt. So it's a lot more that goes in it than to just train. And I that's why I think I blossom a lot more than other people. I see the bigger picture. So your niche you feel is that, you know, you have a, a full understanding of the industry instead of just knowing how to do it and, and doing it. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. But Again, that's because that's we got to what six and a half hours to educate myself on stuff like that. Right. So, do you feel that, or or uh, what 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 is it that you know you you do differently than you know the others that, especially during this time of uh, the pandemic, like. You know, how do you keep your clients, you know, safe and uh, keep yourself safe as well? Um. Hmm. So one of the things I I changed up a few things, of course, when the virus came about. Um. One of the things I did change up is I was uh, actually stretching every client out with my bare hands. Um. I wanted it to be, you know, it's personal training. So I want you to feel like you have that training that's going to go the extra mile for you to be, um, for you to reach your results or reach your goals. 
Um, so that's one of the things I did stop doing. I actually stopped stretching people out with my bare hands, and I started instruct- instructing stretches. Um, another thing I did, I cut down uh, session sizes. So session sizes were probably about 10 to 12 before. I cut it down now. It's about 5 to 6. Um, what else? I definitely stand back. I'm not as close. I wipe all the equipment down uh, more. I, I always did that. I wipe all the equipment down more. Um, that's about it. That's about it. But you have to understand. Oh, and I moved. All the sessions are outside. We don't. We don't do anything inside anymore. Of course, we can't because the gyms. But um, a lot of people don't know this about a virus. The uh, the actual um, the actual cell uh, is killed at a certain temperature. So you're actually a lot more safer outside, again, working out. So, yeah, that was that was kind of my philosophy with dealing with, uh, with the virus. That's interesting, you know, outlook on it. And, again, that just shows, you know, the research and the time that you put into, you know, learning this as a whole, like you said, you know, not just the actual action of working out and, and training, but everything, you know, that's, that's a lot that goes into that. Right, right, and then you have people that might not feel comfortable with, um, you have people that just won't say anything because you have 10 people at a session, they'll, they won't renew their membership. You have to be able to pick up on things like that, you know, so that's why, and that has nothing to do with just training. You have to be able to pick up on things like that. So, um... Yeah, it just goes back to being understanding that you're just so much more than just the trainer. Definitely. Now, do you have a team that, like, comes behind, you know, with you and, and kind of helps with each of these aspects, or is this like a one-man operation? Um, Everything is really – I mean, I've got help here and there, but everything – I wouldn't say a team yet. So, really, everything so far has really just been a one-man opera- operation. I break down the budgets. I, I do the budgets. Uh, I go get all the equipment. I do all the consultations. Train everybody. I, I do it. I do it all. Do you but see? that's something that's about to change real soon. But yeah, I've been I've been holding it down. Man, like you know, it's, it's definitely important to have a team. You know, we. Uh... You know, we all work together in, in our business ventures and things that we do, uh, you know, hobby-wise even, you know, because um, eventually, you know, it wears down and it has to kind of take a toll into your personal growth and your personal goals as well. You know, like you said earlier, you know, you still have your uh, your dreams and your ambitions to play collegiate ball for your last year as well as move on to the professional level after that, you know, so uh, running a business all in the midst of that, you definitely going to have to, you know, build a team that you can trust that knows the industry well themselves. Exactly. Exactly. It's a lot of risk, but hey, I like it. I love it. Definitely. I love it. What would you say drives your hunger and ambition for life? You know, not just your business, but like just in general, everything you do. <laughs> Man, I already know what you're getting at, bro. Uh, 
<laughs> um. Oh shit. So. Oh man, my junior year in high school. Uh, my pops passed. Um. You know, it was a tough time. I went through just about everything you could think of, foster care, homeless, et cetera, et cetera. Um, just like such a traumatizing time, it's something I'll never forget. So, I mean, that was definitely, that, that, that is definitely something that Makes me go the extra mile every day. Um, that is definitely something that makes me go the extra mile every day. Um, I don't know if he can see me. I'm not one of those people that, you know, kind of just like, oh, I know he can see me. I don't know if he can see me or not. But I'll say this. If he can't see me, I'll be damned if I don't make him smile. I'll be damned if I don't make him proud. So... That is my thing that makes me go, uh, you know, like the extra mile. Cause you know, we were, we were, you know, I mean, you know how it was, but we was real close, and uh, it wasn't like nothing even expected. Like he just passed out of nowhere. So, yeah, yeah. That was, I mean, I, I honestly think about that, you know, often. It was right after our last game, junior year, just left the field, yeah. and then getting that call the next morning, like nobody expected it, you know. But I also saw yeah. what you turned it into, you know. Um, you know, life is 10% of what happens to you and 90% about what you do with it, you know. And I see you just turned that into your your drive to go further. Exactly. You know, and, and, and not just athletically, you know. And, you know, that's one thing, you know, that always draw me to you, you know, as well as a friend too. But, like, you, you kept it down in, on the books too. Yeah. I just, I just, I'm mad at myself because I just finished up my last semester with uh, two A's and a B. But I mean, to, to look back on where I came, it's, it's crazy. That I'm even mad at myself for that. But I am mad at myself. I, I should have got all in, but it's all good. You got another semester. I mean, it, it happens. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like as life progresses, your goals for yourself and your requirements and expectations for yourself should grow as well. You know, in high school, we might not be too upset at that. Oh, I passed, you know what I'm saying? But now we're in graduate school, and it's like, nah, we, we got to do better because I'm trying to beat out the next person. I'm trying to beat out myself, you know? Right. Exactly. Yep. What do you feel is the I'm best good. advice that someone gave you? My bad. Uh, I, I cut you off? No, I just said I agree. Okay, definitely. What, what do you feel is the best advice that someone's giving you that you incorporate into your daily life? and into your business? Hmm. Hmm. That's a good question. Um, I've got a lot of good advice. It's, it's, it's hard to narrow it down to one. Um, I'll go three. How about that? I'll go three. Um, and these probably not even the top three. I'm just going to do the first top three off my head. One is education. 
not so much education and uh, go to school, graduate, get a job standpoint. Education and the mindset that you're properly humble and there's always something for you to listen to. It's always something for you to learn. I wouldn't be where I'm at with the business now if I wasn't hungry for knowledge. And I wasn't hungry to apply that knowledge. Um, so that's one, education. Uh, two, Two, I would say ingenuity. Having some type of ingenuity. Um, I know that's not a real popular one, but uh, I, I feel like that's helped me in a tremendous way. Um, a lot of people, people a lot of times will tell you, oh, if you can't go by the book, then you can't do it. I had somebody tell me a month ago, um, you don't have your LLC and you don't have an EIN. So you can't really keep doing this. You can't keep doing this like that. Well, quite frankly, I can do it as long as I want to. Um, you know, and I have to deal with the consequences that come with that. But, you know, as long as, again, that knowledge comes in and I know what I'm doing, I know what I'm dealing with, you know, it's on me to move the right way or, uh, you know, take the right precautions or take the right action. So, um Definitely, too, ingenuity, because even, even again with ingenuity, it's like, how could you, a lot of these trainers are like, oh, man, how am I, I going to work my clients out with no gym? How am I going to work my clients out with not as much weight? Again, you have to fall back on ingenuity. Um, so that's one of the things that I think is uh, very, that, 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 that's definitely, I probably would put that one in the top three. Uh, for, for for success. Um, three, three, I'd probably go with uh, I'd probably just go with heart. Perseverance. Um, people give up so easy. That's another reason why I don't feel like anybody else is the competition I am. People give up so easy. Um, somebody asked me the other day, they said, if you can see, they said, if you can see all the hardships and trials and tribulations you would have to go to go through to get to where you want to be, would you still want it? Before that message even came through good, I texted back and said, hell yes. Hell yes. Because that doesn't matter to me. That doesn't for me. That doesn't do anything but like make me appreciate it more. That's just how I see it. Um, and then everything's all in your your mindset and, and perception. Um, that's another one manifestation. But I won't get into that. I'll give you three. Um, so yeah, perseverance is, is definitely huge. Perseverance is huge. Like that's huge. Bro. If you don't give up. And you keep going. It's only it's only one way you can go. You're either going to be digress or 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 progress. So, hey, I, I think perseverance might have to be in the top three between perseverance and manifestation. That's another thing. But 
I'm not gonna go that deep in the manifestation, but that that's another thing I, I has definitely helped manifestation. I like it, man. So, like, you know, I, I picked up, you know, a little something where, you know, people, they kind of jump in and throw their little two cents in the matter. You know, how do you run your business, your life, and, you know, decipher who's trying to give helpful criticism and who's trying to give hurtful criticism? Um... I think all criticism is good criticism. That's how I look at it. I think all criticism is good criticism because because this. At the end of the day, whoever is criticizing, one, they're either hating, which should feel you, or two, they truly want to help you, which should feel you, or three, they really want to help you, but they don't know what they're talking about, which you should still feel you. <laughs> That you have somebody that at least there that wants to support you. So again, like it's just how you perceive things. Um, and then another thing is it's the book called Forty Eight Laws of Power. Um, I, I don't, I can't give you the page and what chapter and all that, but somewhere in that book it tells you to you have to understand to be understood. Um, so in other words, going back to the criticism with somebody that doesn't know what they're talking about. I understand you want to help. So now I'm understood because how how the way I'm going to respond to you now, because I understand that you're just saying this to help. All right, cool. Thank you. I appreciate it. Never thought of that. <laughs> you know, you just, you, you got to know how to deal with people, bro. Definitely. You know, I tell people all the time that uh, once you learn how to maneuver through people and their personalities, that's when you can really conquer and tackle life because you won't get as upset about every little thing that's said or done because everybody's not the same as you, you know, expecting you out of other people will never get you far because I'm different from you and you're different from someone else and chain goes on, you know, so I definitely agree with that mindset of, you know, Understanding, you know, your audience understanding. Understanding to be understood. Exactly, understanding to be understood, yep. man. That's that's actually, that's a quote right there. That's a quote. We might have to use that one. Understand to be understood. I like yep. that, man. You know, jumping back a little bit more in the, in the Champions Lab. You know, um, have you ever considered becoming a celebrity trainer? Um. So as you know, I was training uh Bokey Barbs, right? Right. Um and then they signed and I didn't I couldn't get them to renew because they uh I mean they're traveling the world now. So it's kinda you know, pointless for them to keep paying for training that they're not gonna be able to utilize to make. So um I've definitely thought about that, but once I, I'm that big, I don't want to have to deal with celebrities. That's not something that excites me. You're a celebrity. You're, at the end of the day, you're a regular person just like me and you. Um, so, one, that's not something that excites me. Um, two, um, 
I don't want to be the, at that point, I shouldn't be the person that's still going out and physically training people. Like I said, it's so much more than just a business. And if you think about it, I'm a business owner, but at the same time, I'm still an employee. I'm self-employed. I'm still out here working and busting my tail every day until I can sit back and just collect collect the check off of this and let other people do the work. I'm not only a business owner. I'm still an employee. I'm still working. So um, it's just the way and how you look at things. But I do, to answer your question, yes, I definitely do plan on getting uh, getting, uh, getting into celebrity training. I definitely do. You know, and... You know, what was really cool is that, you know, you know, we, we got a lot of talent, uh, you know, out of Sanford, still in the league. One just got into the league, you know, and Gabe Davis, you know, we talked about a few podcasts, you know, uh, after his draft day. And, and it's like you're still there in that realm watching this talent, you know what I'm saying, that it, it really, I personally think, can advance you and your business to that level quicker than you may even think. Exactly. Um, the only thing with with Gabe is he's just he got so much people to train with, um, and he's never in Sanford. Um, but I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna get him soon. I'm gonna get him. Yeah. I'm just giving him some time, you know, to run around, have his fun right now. But I'm gonna get him in. Um, I'm gonna get him in soon. I'm gonna get him in soon. But that's. You know, and again, that's just from talking. Um, if if I didn't talk from high school, me and Gabe wouldn't be a happy relationship that we had today. Um, it just goes back to talking. It's like you see, like everything I say, kind of like correlates. Just point, just point, just point the finger in that direction. Everything that I say correlates. So again, that just goes back to talking. People have to realize that again. You're just so much more than a trainer. Do you feel that you have a rare privilege to bring our generation out of this text social media world because you have to kind of be in their face with the networking and the marketing? No, because again, the networking, the marketing is going right back on social media. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't, and then again, I'm, I'm, I got to think about to start selling online training packages, social media. That's how, that's how I'm going to market. I can't drive up this, it, it, it doesn't make sense to drive up to Seattle and put a whole bunch of flyers up and go in stores and talk to people. I might as well just reach them through social media. Um, so it's a blessing and a curse, but I'm definitely gonna use it. <laughs> Do you believe that everybody should have a trainer? That everybody should what? Have a trainer? Definitely, <laughs> definitely. Um, I posted an Instagram video. Uh, I want to say it was a week ago, about a week ago. Um, long story short, just explaining that. People, for some reason, think that, oh, I can do it myself. Like, you know, I don't I don't need a trainer. Or I've been in this and that program. I don't need a trainer. 
I have a turn. <laughs> At the end of the day, um, um, you have to think about it like this. Like, for us as men, you could go to Walmart, buy some clippers, go home and cut your hair. Or you can go to the barbershop, pay for a haircut, and come out and have your haircut. Which one's going to look better? Nine times out of ten, the barbershop. Same thing with a trainer. Same thing with a trainer. Can't look in that mirror and see if you're doing that squat right. You, you sometimes you don't know if your back is arched when you're when you're doing upright rows. Um, you can't see yourself when you're sprinting. Stuff like that. You know, I mean, it's definitely necessary. It's definitely necessary. And then, uh, if you don't work at it at all, that's a problem within itself. So, so it's- yes, I definitely do think everybody needs a trainer okay so kind of like you know like you said uh, the not even an accountability thing but more just a a a professional for a professional say it one more time i said so you know it it what is what you're saying you know it's not really a accountability thing of why everybody should have a trainer but just the fact that you know there's might be something that someone else's catch that you didn't Exactly. Um, and then you have to humble yourself. You don't know everything. You can be the best trainer in the world. You probably still don't know everything. You don't. Nobody knows everything. There's always something that you can learn. I think that's something that's helped me. Like I'm, I'm very confident in myself, but at the same time, I'm very humble. I don't know everything. I don't. But... Hey, when I find out that I don't know it, I'm gonna I'm gonna find out about it, you know, and I'm gonna educate myself on it. That's all you can do. But I think I think that's something that people that don't think they need trainers have to understand. Okay. Um, where do you feel like your next level in your training goes? Be more specific. That's kind of vague. So, where do you think that? You as a trainer, where where what's your next step? Like, is it a a new technique you think, uh, or a new style of training that you're gonna adopt and start training on? Do you think it's gonna be opening your own gym? You know, once you know all of this pandemic stuff ends, do you think it's kind of like you know stepping back? Like, where do you think that your personal next step as a trainer is in Champions Lab? Expanding the business. Um, and in no time soon, I'll be stepping back. Um, expanding the business. I, I understand it's going to take a lot of work. Stepping back sounds good and dandy. Yeah, one day it's going to happen, but it's not It's not anytime soon. Uh, that's just being realistic. Uh, it takes time. You can't put water on a flower and expect it to, you know, blossom with, you know, smells and hummingbirds on it the next day. Um, you got to give it time. So it's the same thing with, with the business. Uh, I, I have to give it time. Like I said, I started in February. I'm doing pretty good right now. And uh, along the way, you guys account for mistakes, too. Right? I'm human. I'm going to make some mistakes. So, uh, you know, just account with the, for all of that. Um. I know it's gonna take some time, so yeah. My thing, my thing, I'm focusing on right now is really just expanding. Um, 
Um, I'm educating myself on how to run a business with employees. And uh, from there, I'm going to start hiring employees. And then, uh, you know, we're, we're just going to work on expanding from there. Expanding, branding, marketing, everything we can do to, again, just get the business expanded and out there to grow. What are you, some tips you think that you could give the audience to the listeners, you know, about training, finding a trainer, uh, reaching their fitness goals? I say, I say go, one, go with somebody that looks like what they do. Um, <laughs> no, they say don't trust a skinny chef, huh? <laughs> No, I don't. I, I no, no, no. I just I don't think skinny is bad. Uh, I think undefined is bad. I think obese is bad. If you're looking in the direction of should I hire him as a trainer, or him or her as a trainer? Um, I just this is me personally. I wouldn't go off. I wouldn't go to a barber and have a crooked hairline. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it just. <laughs> It just doesn't make sense to me. So I don't, that's why I'm, I'm so confused. Like I used to work at LA Fitness um, and the trainers there were just, I mean, they were cool, but they just didn't look like trainers. They 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 were very out of, they looked like the people that were supposed to be getting trained. So, um, yeah, I, I'd say that's the number one thing, making sure your trainer looks like a trainer. Two, um, go with somebody that you're comfortable with. Um, if he sounds more of, uh, oh, is, is this a good price for you? Let's go with this price. Is that price? Without even asking, okay, what are your goals? What are you looking to do? I tell every client I deal with, if I can't help you, I don't want to sell you. I don't want your money. And I mean that genuinely. And some clients look at me crazy when, you know, okay, you're out here saying that you want to train, but when I tell you to do, you know, something simple to warm up, go take a lap. Hey, some people can't take a lap. If you can't take a lap, walk it. I'm fine with that. We'll progress 1% better every day. But if I don't see some type of effort and – you're not letting. You're not helping me help you. Then I don't want your money. I'm going to give you a full refund, and you can leave. I don't want your money because at the end of the day, you're after you get a couple of sessions in in with me, and you can walk around and say that, oh, I I train with uh, Lisa trainer for Champions Lab Training. Now you're a walking advertisement. You're you're a walking representation of me. So if I can't help you, I don't want to sell you. So I think that's another thing to look out for when you uh, look for a trainer. Um, look for somebody that's genuine and looking to help you reach your goals, or your yeah, really just your help help and fitness goals. So, do you feel like there's a, a good division between what you do and how you do it? Uh, more specifically, you know, like you said, you you should have a trainer that is genuine in seeing results for their your client's personal gain. You know, but at the end of the day, you still have a business to run. Where do you, you know, uh, like, do you find it difficult to draw that line? So you're saying at the end of the day, I still have a business to conduct, but I 
how do I balance that with being genuine to clients? Yeah, you know, like like you said, you know, you you have, uh, you know, you 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 will give the money back to your clients that you don't feel like you know you can help or that can't be helped, but that's uh. I think- Oh, uh, you know, I was just saying that you know that's a that's a a, a a paycheck essentially, you know, that's being missed, you know. So how do you, you know, draw that line enough to where it's like okay, everything's getting paid for, while also maxing out on quality for your clients, you know, and, and being comfortable with turning away, you know, the the per, the person that you can't help. Yeah. So. Greed will kill you, and your gift will make room for you. That's what I'm going to say to that. Um, you got to understand that all money isn't good money. <laughs> all money is not good money. It's not. It might be a paycheck at the time, but it's going to be a liability later. All money is not good money. And, again, hey, it might it might be a paycheck you're losing out on at the time, but at the end of the day, that paycheck might stop you from getting three or four more clients because he's walking around looking sloppy. Or now he doesn't, he chooses not to renew. And now the dude's walking around telling people that, oh, yeah, I trained with so-and-so from Champions Lab Training and didn't really work. <laughs> you got to think about things like that. So at the end of the day, you got to realize that all money is not good money. So you really Again, just have if to I can't help you, I don't want to sell you. So, so do you think that you know faith plays a good part in this? Uh, not even in you know the spiritual aspect, but just the faith in you know what you do with your clients. That the clients that you know are gaining from this outweigh what you know the clients that you have to turn away. Um, I think faith plays a big part in anything. Um, again, like I said, your gift will make room for you. So it's it, it's simple. I don't even want to make it sound complicated. If you work hard at what you do, educate yourself on what you do, and persevere through hardships that may occur through with what you want to do. I think I know um, things will eventually work out for you. I love it. And it's that simple. love it, man. man what, do, what do you feel like is your life goal? Outside of the business, outside of ball, like where, do you, where does Meech want to end up in life? Yeah. Um, sheesh, this is going to sound very cliche. Um, it sounds real cliche, but to set an example, uh, it ain't much people that's been through what I've been through and, you know, out here doing what I'm doing. Again, humbly, um, again, there is, and there's a, there's a lot of people or there's some people doing that has been through what I've been through and is like doing a lot more than I am right now. But uh 
there's just not there's there's so much more that you know went down the wrong road or down the wrong path and I think with my life story that's why I do my best to be a little bit more open um I think that with my life story uh it can inspire the next man to keep going um so in a nutshell I, I I want to I want to inspire others. I want to inspire others, and I want to be the 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 light bulb or the push that people can say, "Oh man, look at him! Look at what he made it through! If he made it through this, I can make it through." I feel like that's my life goal. Love that. You know, our motto here on my way is you know inspiring the next generation of leaders. You know, and giving them the the tools. Giving them the the thoughts, the you know the the drive, the chance, even you know sometimes to push that career further than you know what they thought it might have been in a lot of different industries and in, in fitness and uh, technology and business and science, you know whatever it may be in music, fashion, you know, and, and uh, you know I really. I'm glad to hear that, like you said, like it's not for you. It's not for you. It, it's for, you know, in terms of much bigger than me. Much bigger than you. Much bigger. Man, you know, um, this this has been a great interview. You know what I'm saying? It, it's been you know, very, uh, very, very mind opening, you know, for me. And uh, with all of our interviews, you know, we like to close out by asking, you know, a question. Uh, with what you do with Champions Lab, do you feel that it's for profit, for passion, or for purpose? Oh, man. Definitely, definitely, definitely passion. I had to say that three times. Um, definitely passion. I think if you get into a business or industry, and uh, you're doing it for a check, you're doing the wrong thing. Like I said, I, I, this is my third time saying it. Not complaining that I'm repeating myself, but just to put emphasis on it. Your gift will make room for you. I don't care if you like scrubbing floors. Your gift will make room for you. Do it and do it at the best of your ability. Man, I love it. Just that. be the best at what you do. So, yeah, for me, it's, it's definitely passion without a hands down. You know, you know how much I love football, so it's definitely out of passion. I love it, man. I I got one more question. I I I got one more. I usually wrap it up on that, but I got one more for you. I'm listening. If Champions Lab blows up to where you want it to go, at the same time that your your man, excuse me, when when. Hello? Hello? Yeah, I said when, not if, when. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. When? <laughs> when it when it blows up. Yeah, when it blows up to the level you want it. And concurrently, your NFL dreams blow up at the same time. Do you feel that there's a choice there? No, I don't. I don't. Um, and I'm planning for that. I don't at all. Um, you know how much NFL 
players have, you know, things. On it. How do you think NFL players win Walter Payton Man of the Year award? It's it's a way to make it happen. Like I said, what is it? What is the way? Maybe a little hard. Uh, I don't know exactly what I'm gonna have to go through, but it's gonna keep running. The show will go on. Uh, this thing ain't gonna stop. It's not gonna stop. The show will go on. If anything, all that's gonna do is open more doors. Man, that's the answer I was looking for, me, man. That's the meat I know. And that wraps up our uh, interview today. Uh, again, it's the On My Way podcast with your main man, the Big Easy. And Martin, we got Meach from Champions Lab. Meach, tell the people where to find you, man. Tell them what? Uh, tell, tell them where to find you, man. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever, man. Tell them where to find you. Uh, my personal page is hitstick underscore four. But... Stick underscore for just like how it sounds, but I I, I really rather you follow the business page. Uh, I'm not that entertaining. My business page is Champions Lab. That simple. C H A M P I O N S L A B. Champions Lab. And for all our listeners, oh, followers, I'm working on getting to Twitter and and MySpace and whatever else you want up. <laughs> oh boy, if you go back to MySpace and bring that back, then we got something else to talk about. You are you are a marketing genius. <laughs> Man, if all our followers will we'll definitely you know be uh continuing to repost share um you know champions lab so you'll be able to subscribe follow uh meets man we appreciate your time man we appreciate having you on always good to talk to you dog no problem dog no problem anything i could do um i'm always here to Either you'll bring me more of a crowd or I'll bring you more of a crowd. So then you got to do it again. Definitely, man. I don't, I don't see why both, you know. And, uh, you know, it, it's always good. And I'm, I'm glad to see that, you know, Champions Lab is thriving. I'm really glad to see that it's thriving, you know. Yes, sir. All right. Yes, sir. All right. Well, everybody, we appreciate you. And we out. All right, definitely. I appreciate you. Rude dog. Rude dog.